A million dollars. That number means something. Everyone wants to be a millionaire. It's a number that every kid dreams of. Hell, for that matter, every adult. It's a number that comes with hope, with fantasies, with freedom. A millionaire, American success. Not a hundred, not a thousand, a million. For the second time in the history of short track racing, someone will leave Eldora Speedway a millionaire. And it comes to this, we are 100 laps away from finding out the money on the line, the level of the competition, battling it out for a million dollars. Now the quarter goes to the lead, are you kidding me? No! And it's a heartbreak hotel. They're side by side to the line, off quarter number four, Brandon Shepard wins it! What has to be without a doubt, the most highly anticipated short racing event in the history of motorsports. You've heard a lot about big money in our sport this year, but this, this is different. This is life-changing money, life-altering money, and on a Thursday night in the cornfields of Ohio, we all get to witness that history. All I think about this million-dollar race, I just love these late miles, especially the ones we got here tonight. A million dollars, that number means something. such a huge week for the whole sport of fair lane model racing. For a race to pay a million dollars is kind of unfathomable, you know? It's crazy to even think that a dirt car is racing for that much money. It's only fitting that it's at Eldora. It's just so much history. Scotty Moran, you're a millionaire at Eldora Speedway. Scotty Moran, you're a millionaire. Derek, this is a big video cast, so you have to start a big video cast with a very big statement. So here goes. And by the way, this isn't hyperbole. I actually mean what I'm saying here. The Eldora Million, what is next week's Eldora Million, we are taping this on the Friday before. The Eldora Million, the second annual Eldora Million, is the biggest dirt late model race in the history of the sport. There have never been any bigger. Payment, prestige, importance, timing, Nothing we have ever done, nothing will top what's about to happen at Eldora Speedway, period, end of story. Derek Kessinger, how's that for an opening statement? That is a big, big time <laughs> statement. I mean, whew, a million bucks? I didn't think we were going to do it again. $1,022. Yes, dollars. over a million. Never to thought be, we were going to do it to again. To be fair. So. I, I am Michael Rigsby inside the DirtOnDirt.com and Flow Racing Studios alongside my co-host, Derek Kessinger, who you just heard from. And for the next 90 minutes plus, we will be discussing this massive, massive four-day weekend at Eldora, which, of course, is headlined, as I mentioned, by the return of the Eldora Million for the first time since all the way back in 2001, where Derek... 
In less than a week, someone will join Donnie Moran on the guys who've won a million dollars in dirt track racing in one event list. That list is only one person long right now. And oh, by the way, when the million is over, we still have a $125,000 to win dirt late model dream on Friday and Saturday, Derek. Don't forget about that. I hope people don't forget about it. Suave, I often ask you this when we start our Castrol Flow Racing Night in America events. So I'm going to hit it again. It's million week. It is dream week. Derek Kessinger, how are you feeling? Anxious. Ooh, I like that. I, am, I like uh, that. Jacked up. I was 11 years old in 2001 when they had the first Eldora Million. I was a kid in a candy store. Now I'm 32, Million 2.0. I'm still a kid in a candy store. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's kind of, I don't know. You think about Eldora, all the vintage moments, iconic place, a million dollars, over a million dollars. Yeah. And, there's no other track it should be at, right. at the Big E. People are going to be there. I saw that camping's pretty much sold out. Eldora uh, tweeted that a couple weeks ago. So I'm expecting a huge and vocal crowd, and I can't believe what these drivers are thinking when they're headed to uh, Rossburg, Ohio this week. You know, and speaking of that, if you can't be in Rossburg, Ohio this week, there's only one place you can watch every single lap of the million and the dream. Kane, producer extraordinaire, throw that up there. I love what our graphics and marketing team did with this. The ultimate crown jewel. And it is the ultimate crown jewel. Watch it all live on Flow Racing every lap of the Eldora Million, June 8th and June 9th. By the way, Derek, June 9th is National Earl Day in the country. You kidding me? You kidding me with that? National Earl Day. National. 21 years ago, June 9th is the same day that Donnie Moran won. Wow, I so, love that. It's perfect. Don't forget, sweet. you can watch every lap of the Eldora Million live. And when the million's over on Thursday, Kane, you can watch every lap, every moment of the Dirt Late Model Dream live as well on June 10th and June 11th. Both of those shows will, of course, be live exclusively on Flow Racing. Derek, there's so much to break down in the next 90 minutes plus. We'll have our media roundtable coming up where our panel of editorial experts and me and you in that group will give you their takes on what to expect at Eldora and who they think is going to win the race. Brandon Overton who, of course, made history last year at the Big E by sweeping the entire Dream Weekend to the tune of $273,000. It's chump change, Derek, compared to this coming weekend. Big Sexy will hop on the line and discuss this weekend with us. We'll have a lot of news, notes, and nuggets comparing the first Eldora Million to this Eldora Million and, of course, other fun items along the way as well, including some fun content, Derek, we've been working on leading up to the Million, and you'll see some retrospective highlights, Derek, from that first Eldora Million back 21 years ago as well. So I mentioned at the top, it's been over two decades since that original Eldora Million. Obviously, a lot has changed in our sport since 2001. I wanted our own Todd Turner to take a crack at a then versus now graphic, compare and contrast some items. And Kane, go ahead and throw that up. I absolutely love what Todd did with this. Derek, back in 2001, general admission for this race, 85 bucks, 108 now. Not a big hike. Oh, yeah, there's still two races. Never yeah, but mind. not a big hike now, Derek. You're actually no. seeing features on Friday now, though. Yes, you were yes. the night before what would have been Friday. Then a pit pass, 130 versus 100. I don't think that's egregious. How about the pizza burger, Derek? $1.75 more. Look at that. More. Inflation <laughs> has not affected the pizza burger that much. I'm loving it. Uh, the Eldora Soda, $1.50 back then. You will pay double now. You will pay $3.00. Still a giant soda that you get there. A Hoosier tire, Derek. Maybe this is the biggest one. $145 for a Hoosier back then. 221 
now, Derek, for one of those right rear Hoosiers. Yeah, you better win the million so you can pay <laughs> off your tire bill this this weekend. Easily the most staggering one on here, $50,000 to win races in the United States of America. There was only three in 2001. There are now 20 $50,000 to win races, a hike of 17 total events. And I love this one. Kevin Kovac gave us this one. Comparable value of the U.S. Money. dollar. You talk about inflation. That word's in the news a lot. A million bucks then, Derek. One point, it's like winning $1.6 million now. So I'll think about that. That's uh, over a half million dollars it's more. It's pretty, yeah, it's over 50%, nearly 60% of uh, increase. And <laughs> I would just, you know, I would take like 500 bucks. So I can imagine <laughs> for a million dollars. And this last stat's probably the best one. Well, it's this is vintage <laughs> Todd Turner right here. Eldora Media Centers in 2001, zero. Derek, how many now? Uh, Uno. And it's named <laughs> after Kovac. Great... But what three were 50000 back then? It would have been um, the USA Nationals. No? No, Dirt Track World Championship, Dream, and... I know Todd's going to have to tell us. Maybe the USA Nationals. We'll have to ask him. Dirt Track and Dream, for sure. Maybe the USA Nationals. Because, yeah, we'll the... The World 100 was not at 50 no, yet. No, the World 100 was not at 50 yet. So anyway, I, I loved what Todd did with that. Thank you so <laughs> much to Todd 20. Turner. He'll join us later. The Eldora Media Center, 0-1, to one, I love. Uh, before we get to that media roundtable with all our experts, it's usually you and I, Derek, asking so many questions. But I wanted us to kind of give our thoughts before we get heavy into discussion from our editorial guys. So give me your top four or five suave thoughts or what's on the top of your brain before we hit the million. All right, so usually the top storyline coming off Memorial Day weekend is the Show Me 100 winner. I feel like that wasn't the case. I feel like it was the track conditions at the Johnny Appleseed. But, you, I mean, you had Kyle Bronson said, if, which I quote, this is his quote. Yes, yes. If you race in a cow pasture, you're about to step on shit. So, <laughs> he did say that. Kovac thought that was uh, He did quite, walk it back, though, on social media yes, later. He did, he did it, walk it but back, yeah. But Tony released a video yesterday saying they were working on it. We're going to have a million-dollar racetrack. They are working around the clock yep. to make sure that thing is dialed in. So that's going to be a very big storyline headed into this week. Um, Billy Moyer, is he going to race? Because he told me at FCR he's had plenty of ride opportunities, but he didn't really want to go out there and race for a million dollars since he hasn't been in the driver's seat. Right. But, my friends, if you notice in uh, race wires and video highlights, he has been racing in the, the last two weeks Tim in the Tim Lance, Lance 48 yeah. car. So will we see Mr. Smooth? the Eldora legend, come back and race for a million dollars and run it back. And my heart says I want a veteran to win like Bloomer, Madden, McDowell of the world. But my brain is telling me I think a young gun's going to win it. So <laughs> be very interesting to see. Either way, whoever wins this, this money is going to be a huge, huge deal because the defending champion will not be racing this weekend in Donnie Moran. And I am hoping for a photo finish. Oh, God. The second guy stalking his prey. What is he going to do? I interviewed Scott Bloomquist, which you can go check out that interview on Flow Racing and Dirt on Dirt. He said he would take out his grandmother for a million (laughs) dollars if he had the chance. So it'll be very interesting to see. And I can't imagine how DJ and uh, Essex will be if there's somebody closing in on the leader there for that final lap. I I wanted to get to my (laughs) notes as well, and I'm going to start with racetrack. It's no secret the the Flow Race we had and the Johnny Appleseed this past weekend, not Eldora's best foot forward. You saw the video, or I hope you've seen it. Tony Stewart, go to Eldora Speedway's. Uh, Facebook or Twitter, they released a video. Tony there is going to be there virtually every day other than being he's getting inducted into the Sprint Car Hall of Fame this weekend, Derek, so he does have to go do that. But Tony made it a point to fly in a week early. Him and the Eldora crew are working around the clock to make sure that track is in very good shape for next weekend. 
that video is also on Dirt on Dirt and Flow Racing, so please check that out. I feel better after seeing that video from Tony Stewart. He knows what a big deal it was. He's locked in. They're going to try to get that racetrack as good as they could. I want to read this. Jonathan Davenport told me, and he's continued to tell me, quote, this is the most important race I will ever run in my entire life. I mean, think about that. Of all the races this guy's won and run, this one, the most important of his life, I think that speaks to what I'm keeping my eye on, Derek. You said you were anxious, the nerves of these guys. They're racing for a million dollars. The dream is always referred to as the businessman's race. What does that make the million, Derek, if the dream is the businessman's race? I want to keep an eye and see if those guys are a little bit tighter than they normally would be. We had a great piece by Brian Alt, uh, a contributor to us that he put on Dirt on Dirt this week, Derek. The new generation of guys, Suave, that now get a run for this, right? Only nine guys that were act- are active now that raced in the first one. The Tyler Herbs, the Bobby Pierces, the Max Blairs. Those guys get a chance to now, this new generation of Dirt Late Model driver, they never thought they'd get the opportunity. They get a chance to run for a million dollars. Speaking of that, though, and you've mentioned Scott Bloomquist, Derek, Bloomquist, I, I, I seriously say this, and this is a little uh, funny to say about Scott. I have never seen him more confident in my life for a race. Uh, I talked confident. to him on the phone last week. Scott thinks he's going to Eldora to win a million dollars. Can he do that, Derek? Uh, I never count Scott Bloomquist out, but he's been telling me since Gateway at 3 in the morning in the Holiday Inn lobby <laughs> swap, don't count me out, don't bet against me. So he said, And you kind of maybe think he could because this year he's having – a lot better runs, still looking for that first feature win, but he's been in contention for big-time events. Is there going to be, my final thing, a come down for the dream? We're racing for a million $2,022 on Thursday night, Derek. We still have the second highest-paying Dirt Late Model event of the year, which is on uh, Friday and Saturday with the Dirt Late Model Dream. I think it's 127000 to win this year. Uh, you know, is there going to be a come down? Some guys have said they're going to win the million. They won't race. I don't believe that, Derek. How big of a fall or or emotional come down might there be? I don't know. Depending on who wins it on Thursday, if it's like a person that likes to talk with the crowd, fans yeah. going up and having a good time. I just maybe Friday midday will be kind of dead because yeah. you know everybody's going to try to take a breath, <sighs> relax, stuff like that. But once hot lab start. It starts, it'll be business as usual. All right, I am going to squeeze in a quick commercial break. Those are my initial thoughts and notes. When we return, Derek, a 17-year tradition here at DirtOnDirt.com. Before big events at Eldora, we've got the media roundtable. Just 90 seconds of commercials, guys. We'll be right back after this. Established in 1983, FK Rodens has been the industry leader for both midget and micro racing. Family owned and operated, we take pride in our products and our name because we know you value yours. Visit our website, www.fkrodens.com, to find out how you can join our winning team. FK Rodens, to beat the best, you've got to use the best. If you want to be remembered, you got to do more than just win. You got to get them out of their seats. You got to give them the slide job, cushion pounding, no holds barred racing they paid to see. This is dirt track. That means pushing it to the edge and laying it all on the line. Yeah, you might wreck. So what? We'll help you get back out there so they can watch you try it again and again. Pit Stop USA. Live like legends. 
Dirt Track Fantasy Racing is here with Dirt Draft. With action from the hottest drivers across all major dirt series, put your knowledge to the test with Dirt Draft. Sign up, draft your team, and redeem points for hundreds of different prizes. And for the first time ever, you can be crowned an official series fantasy champion. You can't play all season if you don't play today. To play, just go to DirtDraft.com or download the Dirt Draft app today. Become a fantasy racing champion. It was a great deal, really. I mean, I didn't have a ride three weeks before that, so I called Rayburn and he put me in a car. How, how important was that? A lot of people don't know. Tell the people at home how that all played out with CJ and you three weeks prior. You were entered, didn't have no ride, and he said, come up, get this car ready. He said, I called him and he said, are you entered for the Eldor me? And I said, yes. And he said, well, get up here. He said, we're going to put both feet on it. And he said, we're going to go up there and do the best we can do. And then when we get there, he had one CJ on the car, correct? They wouldn't let me run. Huh. I had to put number, I had to put a three. That's the reason that three was on the back quarter panel because they wouldn't let me race with a number one. It was pretty, it's pretty neat, really. You know, I got that car three weeks before that and I went to Tazewell Speedway, which is my home track also. And I was leading that deal three times and had three flats, believe it or not. And I ended up getting knocked in the wall when I had a flat and we had to jig that car. So we did and the rest of it's history, I guess. Suave, I would say that Steve Smith is without question the most famous runner-up in dirt late model history, finishing second in that inaugural Eldora Million. You did that uh, interview with him back at the Kyle Larson event we had at Bulls Gap. What stood out to you more? Steve, it was a great interview that you did with him. What stood out you from you most about so that? So the interview was great, no doubt. Excellent guy, nice, had stories for days, good talker. But afterwards, off camera, he was saying that during C.J. Rayburn's uh, funeral, he actually sang wow. during it. So him and CJ were really tight. Didn't know that about him, but he sang at the funeral. So I thought that was pretty cool. It was a good tribute, you know, kind of one year later after that happened that he, you know, talked to us about his runner-up finish. And, of course, CJ helping guys out there. Yeah. And, uh, he almost had it won. Vintage Rayburn. He was a little closer when you watched those highlights, a little closer than I remembered. I was in the stands that day, but as I look back, I'm like, oh, man, he was, he was a lot closer than I thought. So thank you to Steve Smith for doing that with us. It is a tradition I started all the way back in 2007 when I said, let's get our editorial experts on the line and ask them questions about the upcoming big event at Eldora. Give a little more of that newspaper reporter announcer context to it. We continue that tradition for the 17th year in a row now with our Eldora Million version of the Media Roundtable. By the way. This is, Derek, one of Kyle Larson's favorite segments we do. He told me that. He loves oh, thank you, li Kyle Larson. Listen <laughs> listening to that. Batting leadoff, as he always does on the media roundtable, is not only the best pit reporter in America, one of the best announcers, of course, as well, who we will get to hear all weekend long roaming the pits at Eldora, but the GM also, Derek, of Castro Flow Racing Night in America. I don't want to leave that off. His How many resume. titles does he have? He's got a lot of titles, all right? It's Ben Shelton. I'm just going to start it off like this, Benji. I say Eldora Million. Ben Shelton, you say what? Somebody is going to win over one million freaking dollars in one <laughs> night. That's what I say. You know, last year we last year we watched Brandon Overton have this ungodly year, and he still came up short of a million in winnings during the course of eleven months. 
Now somebody could accomplish it in a 100 and a 101 lap feature. That's tough to say. Just mind boggling when you really think about the magnitude of what Thursday night represents. Suave. All right, Ben, you're the pit reporter. How devastating or how hard is it going to be if somebody drops out with like 10, 15 to go while leading? That's going to be a tough one, I feel like. Oh, my God. Well, we saw, you know, <laughs> we saw last year um, what happened to Kyle Strickler, and that was 50000 to win. Imagine if it happens with this. It's, uh, man, I, I don't even think, I don't think that Mike Norris or myself are going to have the words to interview that person. But, yeah, it's, uh, man, everything, is, everything about Eldora is on a different stage, Derek, as, as we all know. And now you talk about a million plus to win, and it's, uh, I don't know that, I don't know that our sport is really grasping just how big this is quite yet. I don't think maybe it's going to set in until it comes feature time on Thursday. Ben, events like this, there are always things that you will have an eye on that no one else will. Just your level of expertise will allow for that. What are some of those things as we head into this this massive weekend at Eldora? Well, you know, usually I'm looking at the little details and the fine print, but honestly, I think the biggest things on my mind, I'm, I can't be, there's no way I'm the only person thinking about these heading into the Eldora million. Uh, first and foremost, <laughs> Post-race tech, including everything <laughs> from the scales to the droop check. I mean, Eldorf had some legendary outcome alterations in post-race tech. I mean, you, you got the emotions of Bloomquist losing 100,000 at the scales at the Dream in 15, or Shannon Babb losing the World 100 title back in 05 at the scales. Now multiply that times 10, maybe more, and what a driver could lose if he pushes the limits too far at Eldor a million. If meeting all of the minimum requirements isn't in the forefront of a driver's mind right now, I honestly think they are setting themselves up for failure. And, you know, apart from that, guys, the, only, the biggest thing on my mind, apart from the tech, is money makes people do crazy things. <laughs> and things, things may be not always in their nature. And as we look at a potential life-changing payday, when we see a normal – you know, guy that's pretty level-headed, his on-track aggressiveness get really crazy. Think about this. It is a $902,022 difference from first <laughs> to second. I think Bloomquist said it best. I would put my grandma on the parking lot on the last lap for that one. All right. Speaking of it, Benji, who is your Eldora Million winner? I, I said it back during the drive home during – drive home during speed weeks which was 18 months ago uh it's <laughs> del mcdowell it, it, it's always been del mcdowell the georgia native he is going to be in a far different tax bracket when the checkered flag flies thursday night i love that prediction quick dream prediction as well why not right i was only asking about the million what about the dream uh you know what on the dream i think all the pressure is going to be off i'm going to predict the guy that wins the million wins the dream let's go for a mac daddy weekend sweep oh, I oh wow. all right benji thanks buddy we'll see you next week okay Thanks, guys. Kevin Kovac has the honor of having the media center named after him in the infield at Eldora. Don't fact check that, by the way, Derek. Nobody at home fact check that either. He also has the honor of being our second guest on the media roundtable. Kevin, it's million week. Just like I asked Ben, what's on your mind? Uh, well, I think I'm, I'm thinking I'm thinking back to that 2001 race. Uh, I covered that for Area Auto Racing News. And I remember writing a story about how Donnie Moran was sort of like a perfect type of winner for that. Uh, it was the biggest money race ever, and, and it was like that was a guy who had devoted his life to late model racing, and he wins it. Kind of like a payoff after all those years of uh, of toil, you know, all over the country. And I kind of feel like I want that to happen again. I mean, not, nothing against the young guys, you know. I mean, the guys that are that are new to the sport are relatively new, but I, I kind of would like to see one of those older guys, the forty to fifty year old uh, uh, age bracket, the McDowells, the Maddens, Lanigans, Owens, Bloomer. 
uh, Pearson, more. I mean, all these guys, uh, McCready, even like a Mark Richards and Shannon Babb. You know, Mark Richards. You know, he's on a driver. I'd like to see that. That would, I think that'd be a hell of a payoff for them for all those years they put into to late model racing. All right, Kovac, you're good with writing, typing. You always have great stories <laughs> after a big time event. <laughs> what is your perfect story at the end of the night on Thursday? What would be the perfect scenario for you? Oh, I mean, the perfect one would be to see some sort of last lap action, you know, like a last lap pass. I mean, I wasn't at the Brian Burkhofer passing Scott Bloomquist race. I mean, I would love to. I was at the one at, at the Knoxville Nationals when he passed Bloomquist in the last lap, and that was pretty awesome. I can imagine what a last lap pass. I'm always hoping for that. I mean, that, that would just be an incredible atmosphere, you know. Uh, so I, I kind of want, I, that's what I kind of would hope for. Kevin, we're, of course, have you back on the show for the Kevin Kovac Memorial Notes section, similar to the Kevin Kovac Memorial Press Box in the infield. I don't want you to give us all your notes now. Save a few. But give me give me one, maybe two nuggets, little notes heading into the million. Well, I, I did talk to Scott Bloomkus after the Show Me 100. We'll go back to him real quick. Uh, uh, he was standing, sitting there on a four-wheeler, uh, waiting to talk to Chris, Matt, uh, Chris Ferguson, excuse me, after he won the race. And Scott said, we talked about the, about the million in the dream and that million, obviously, like you said, is he's pumped about it. And he says there's five drivers that he thinks are the, the, the main guys. Wow. He wouldn't say who those five guys are, but he says he's one of them. So, <laughs> okay. uh, those are the five guys that are winning. He's one of them. And, and he also said, I, I thought this was pretty cool. I said, like, I asked him, like, what, what does he think his re- the reaction from the crowd would be if he wins the race? I mean, normally it's a pretty mixed emotions. You know what I mean? Half the crowd's booing, half the crowd's, uh, you know, cheering. But he even, I mean, I, I kind of feel like he hasn't won in a while. I think he would be a pretty cool winner. You know, I think he'd have a little sentimental value there where everyone's not going to, there's not going to be as many boos. And he agreed with that. He goes, yeah, I haven't won in a while. I think that they're, you know, I'm not the threat that I used to be. So I think that if I won, I might not get many boos. So. We'll see what happens. And he had a little wink in his eye, too, like maybe, yeah, I might do it. That is a great note. It's a little bit of the Coach K effect, right? Everybody hated Coach K, but we're kind of cheering for him at the end. Exactly, except for Big Cat. At the end there, except for Barstool Big Cat. Uh, Finally, Kovac, a million winner first, more importantly, and then, of course, give us a dream winner also. All right, well, I'll go with a million winner. I'm I'm going with the same as Ben Shelton there. Uh, I'm going with Dale McDowell. I kind of felt like that, like from the beginning of the year when he started getting on that little roll. And, I mean, how about – how about this? If it's really rough, I mean, hopefully it's not. But if it was rough like it was, I remember he won at the World of Outlaws race at Volusia when it was in the rough condition. He, maybe he's just not like a slick guy, you know, slick, smooth guy. So I'll go with McDowell. And then for the dream, I think it's Jonathan Davenport. He's He only won one dream so far. He's got all these World 100 wins. His only dream was by the, you know, kind of a little bit of a default there with the Bloomquist uh, disqualification. So I'm sure he wants a dream outright where he goes across the checker flag first so i'll give it to jd this year all right thanks kevin we'll talk to you later in the show okay i appreciate it okay the, ma- the man on the mic all weekend long my good friend dustin jarrett dj let's look at this through strictly dirt late model lens for a second try to put into words what this event dustin jarrett means for dirt late model racing I, I don't know that you can uh, I don't know that you can even put it into words and and I gotta I gotta say something as well real quick uh, I thought that we were going to Robert Holman next that was very unprepared <laughs> on here right now so I have I have had to run back and get myself ready but 
you can't put this into words, man. This is this is a once in a lifetime happening. Um, you know, and yeah, sure, this thing happened back in 2001. I get that, but for so many people, as you talked about earlier, especially the drivers. There are a lot of these kids, these, these young guys that they weren't around then. They they weren't, uh, or if they were around, they were younger. They were three, four, five, six years old, and they don't remember it. And so, this is a a truly, as Jonathan Davenport said, that this is a game changer. And as Bobby Pierce told me, this, this isn't this isn't just a a career changing race if you win it. This is a life changing race. Think about that. Think about the game shows. Think about the different things, the competitions, the reality shows that pay $1 million, right? We've got that right now in our sport. We have got a $1 million payday on the line. Just let that sink in. Yeah, my bad also there. I, I set a note to, to ask something I wanted to ask you, DJ, and it jumped down past Robert Holman. Robert, hang on the line. We are going to get to you. I skipped the DJ. Go, go ahead. Go ahead, Derek. <laughs> All right. You and Essex, get dramatic, whatever you call it, fired up. I can't picture you two if it's coming down to the final lap, the guy in seconds <laughs> making this run like an Eddie Carrier type race uh, from the World 100 back in the day. I, I mean, are you ready for that? I don't know. I, yeah, so I, I have strategically – listen, I, I have strategically uh, made an appointment with my chiropractor for the day after <laughs> the Million and the Dream because Essex – so Essex sits on my right, and his left arm is going to be constantly beating me on the shoulder the entire night. So I know that, like, my entire C-vertebrae is going to be out of whack. But, uh, yeah, wait. We're ready, man. Uh, I got to. I got to get on my buddy. Uh, get on my buddy Ted down at the uh, Ted down at the bar. Get the toilet waters flowing because we're going to be juiced for 101 laps. I want DJ to go like Jim Nance and have that line ready, like when Duke wins a national championship. He's the proud father of three. I want DJ to be ready for certain lines <laughs> when we go. Uh, DJ, go off the beaten path a little bit. Uh, maybe not even on track related. Give us a few of those million notes you've got headed into the week. So I, I got a couple uh, just random things for you because that's what I feel like I do best, right? So uh, Nick Hoffman, uh, as we know, is going to be in the Barry Wright house car yep. uh, this weekend. Um, he drove it last weekend. Or he's going to be there this week. So I went back and looked, and there was only one Barry Wright race car that made the starting field back in 2001. Michael Rigby, do you know who it was? Uh, Scott Bloomquist. Ronnie Johnson. Ronnie Johnson. It was Ronnie Johnson. Okay. That's right. RJ finished 15th. So that's a cool little stat. Um, I also went back and looked. I had actually forgotten that Donnie Moran won a heat race. I was looking back at the heat race winners at the original million. Um, not surprising. It was it was Donnie, Don O'Neill, Chuck Frank, and Davey Johnson. But the other two heat race winners, West Liberty Iowa's Steve Bowley and the Sedoris sensation out of that little town of Sedoris, Illinois, Steve Hiller. Yep. They won the other two heats back at the original million. Uh, a couple other things. Um, we talked about the Moran family curse, right? And, and just the, the, the elevator pitch on that, of course, since big D since Donnie won the million back in 2001, uh, Moran has not visited victory lane at Eldora since. So I did a little bit of research. Um, there have been approximately, I think I got this right. There have been 105 dirt late model races at Eldora since Donnie's million win in 2001. Wow. In 105 races, neither Donnie nor Devin have won at Eldora wow. since that race in 2001. That's, uh, that's pretty wild. And, and then one last thing. Um, 
we talked about the favorites. I'm sure your next question is probably going to be who my pick is to win. I'm not picking this guy, but it's worth noting. Kyle Bronson, who, of course, has had some history at Eldora, run really well there. Um, he's not won a race yet this year, and that is currently the longest he has ever gone into a season without winning a race. So uh, KB40 may be, may be primed for a million-dollar payday here soon. Excellent notes, DJ. Thank you. Who is your winner first for the Eldora Million and then for the Dirt Late Model Dream as well? I, I did not know my colleagues uh, had the same exact mindset as me, but it sounds like we're all on the same page. It's hard <laughs> to go against Mac Daddy, Dale McDowell, man. And that's one that I, I love always throwing out. I, I feel like I do this every year. Every time you ask me on this video cast, Rigsby, I throw out my Dale McDowell stats. Um, he has nine straight finishes inside the top 10 in wow. Eldora's June races, which is just stupid to think about, right? It's, his average finish in the last nine Eldora June races is fourth. Wow. <laughs> it is unbelievable. So, Mac Daddy uh, is my pick to win the million, uh, and, and I'm going to go with uh, Jonathan Davenport to grab a win in the dream in the days to follow. All right. Thanks, DJ. We'll see you this week, buddy. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. All right. I'm not going to skip him now. Our next guest is a man who gets teased a lot for saying too much, apparently, on the Dirt Reporters podcast. There's weekly on Dirt on Dirt. Check that out. We will do no such shaming here, wow. Derek Kessinger. DirtOnDirt.com's own Robert Holman joins us now. Robert, you're welcome here. You can say as much as you want. You're at the first million. I confirmed that with you 21 years ago. Do a little compare contrast for me if you would just in general leading up robert some then and now thoughts for me you know first of all um, i'm looking at the clock so i've I've hit the button so i'm on the clock (laughs) let me get going um when uh you know when that first million came about i don't think i really grasped you know what a big deal it was i was in my first year there at the national dirt digest and i'd only been there for six months or so so um, you know, it, it just didn't seem like a big deal at the time. There was, um, uh, it's also like my, my first time back at Eldora since, uh, the 97 world 100. So, you know, it'd been a few years since I was there and, you know, honestly, you know, I was just giddy that I was getting back to Eldora. You know, I was, I was just as excited about going back to Eldora as I was the, the race that paid a million dollars to win. Um, you know, we'd been out covering races. I think that race was like my 40 first race to cover that year uh for national dirt digest so we've been really busy you know inter- interestingly enough the week before the million i'd been at bristol uh and i yeah. covered three straight nights of udtr racing and there in a 14 day stretch michael i covered the show me 100 then the million and then uh the the of course bristol and then the day after the million of all things, I went to, to a Tara, northern all race. I was Tara there. Hope. I was there too. Yep. You know? <laughs> so, so you think that you know you think that the uh, that the dream this year might be a letdown after this million? Imagine what those forty three guys at at Terre Haute were feeling <laughs> like after after that race. You know, so you know, and I, I read a quote from from that year from Don O'Neill. I was looking back through some some old papers and stuff. And a quote from Don O'Neill said it was just another race at Eldora. You know, it was just the prestige of winning over there. That's a quote from I don't Don O'Neill. Him. I don't believe him. <laughs> uh, so that's, that's, that's what he said at the time. So, you know, I think for, for me, it really did feel like I was just covering another. Because we've been so busy, I just felt like I was covering another crown jewel. Uh, you know, and, of course, one of the biggest differences from then to now is the Internet. 
Uh, there were message boards and all those things, but obviously no social media like we have today. Uh, if you kind of remember back then, there was a, the actual buildup and all that for the first million really came the season before because the race was supposed to be held in October. That's right. That's right. The year before. So there was this huge buildup the year before, and I wasn't really around the sport as much. So, you know, it wasn't until that race, you know, rained out at that event, was pushed back and then rescheduled to replace the 2001 Dream, you know, that, that I kind of got interested there and, and got on the bandwagon, you know, and I was a little bit late, I guess, to the party. Uh, I do remember going into that race at the time. Scott Bloomquist uh, had only won one Dream at the time. Uh, he did have those two World 100 wins, so he's naturally one of the favorites. Uh, but I don't really feel like – Michael, I don't really think that Bluefish was the favorite. You know, Donnie Moran had four 100 wor uh, win World 100 wins, and he had also won a dream. Billy Morey had five World 100 wins and a dream. So, to me, those guys were the big three going into that weekend. Uh, I remember that after Bristol that year – uh, Bloomquist completely rebuilt his Warrior race car. It was, he was in a Warrior, not a Barry Wright. So he, he completely uh, rebuilt his Warrior race car from the ground up. And, and a quote from him at the time, he was building what he had hoped was the best race car ever assembled. You know, it was the same car that he had driven the year before. He had won 10 UDGRI races with that car in 2000. So uh, he really was confident going into that race. Uh, he really felt like you think he's confident this year. He was really confident that year in 2001 as well, uh, which which makes it very difficult to interview him. I guess I felt like when he finished third. So you know, I went up. I waited for about an hour after after all the autograph seekers and stuff kind of dispersed when I went to talk to him, and um, I went we went up and sat in his hauler for about 20 minutes or so. And I really expected him to kind of be irritated or kind of downtrodden. But, you know, he, he wasn't. It was just like that typical Scott Bloomquist. He was still confident. He just kind of took it in stride. He answered all my questions. Uh, I just, you know, I just remember him remarking that his tires, had his tires not sealed up under that early caution, that the last 77 laps were going to be like the first 23. But he said, quote, you know, Instead, the caution rewrote the race. That always kind of stood out to me that he was still that confident that had that one thing not happened, he was about to, to kick their butt, so to speak. So that's that's kind of what I I remember from the first the first time around. All right. I think, Derek, I get why you have to put Robert on a stopwatch now. Now I get it. Oh, no. <laughs> great answers. Great answers. Uh, those were great answers, but they I, were – I get I, it. I, I get it now. That was lengthy. <laughs> I'm just here I'm just here dropping knowledge. Yes. Oh, all, all right, Derek, you're up. Go dark ahead. horse. Who's your top dark horse? My dark horse, you know, you know I would say a guy like uh, – Chris Ferguson, but he's proved us wrong here lately, and he's kind of come into the the light. So I'm going to go uh, Kyle Strickler. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, like he's due one. for one, too. I like that one. Robert, give us uh, three or four of your best notes as we head up to the Eldora Million. Uh, yeah, just, just some stuff I looked up. Uh, you know, I, I just, I've always compared, especially when we're doing these previews and stuff, compared things leading into races and stuff, and I you know, and I wonder if the Johnny Appleseed was a was a bad omen, of winning that race for for Turbo for for Tyler Herb because, you know, that race was held uh, May 29th, 
And I think that, that race began back in 1970 over at Mansfield before it moved to Eldora in 88. But uh, anyway, that, that uh, only two Johnny Appleseed winners, Matt Miller and Daryl Lanigan, have ever won the dream. And I use the dream as a comparison just because it's the same time of year here. And uh, no Johnny Appleseed winner has ever won the dream or the million, of course, in the same season. Wow. So uh, so that's never happened in the same season. No, Johnny Appleseed winner has never won. So if, if Turbo were to pull it off, he'd be the first. So uh, I always thought that, you know, and ironically, both uh, you know, Miller, he's won the Appleseed five times. And Lanigan uh, has won it there once. Both of them won the dream before they ever won the Johnny Appleseed. So I thought that was pretty interesting too. So, uh, so yeah, no, nobody's ever won them both in the same year. So I'm not sure if that uh, bodes well for Turbo. Um, and then uh, I guess the next thing, you know, I wonder last year did, did Brandon Overton break that fast qualifier jinx? You know, uh, he was the first fast qualifier uh, to go on and win a feature in 28 Eldora late model crown jewel events. And I counted, I actually did count uh, the stream and the intercontinental in there when I counted those, even though they're not technically crown jewels, but uh, you know, he's the first ever dream fast qualifier to win and just the sixth late model driver to ever do that. You know, so being the fast qualifier at Eldora is not all it's, it's cracked up to be, you know, the last person before Overton that did that was Jimmy Owens in the 2007 world 100. Uh, so you got to go back pretty far to see it before a fast, see a fast qualifier come out and win the race. Uh, Donnie Moran at 89, Bloomquist in 90, Moyer in 93 and Steve Francis in 99 are the others who've done it. Those are the only guys who have ever set the fast time at one of those crown jewels and then gone on to win the, the race. So I thought that's pretty, you know, a lot of times you see, fast qualifier but i think the inversions and stuff like that have a lot to to do with it so all right um, oh, and then, oh there's more there's more there's more yeah there's well, i got one i got one more okay. I, got, I, got, I, got I need one playoff more. music for you robert like the oscars that's okay <laughs> i know i know tim tim mccready and dale mcdowell comparison uh everybody is is on the dale mcdowell bandwagon and i i like that uh a lot but uh if you look at their last 10 races not their last 10 august or june races but their last 10 races at eldora uh mccready is just as good or better than mcdowell mcdowell's average finish is a 6.4 with five top fives where mccready's average finish over those 10 races is a 4.6 with two wins and seven top fives wow. so you know so tim mccready's kind of a sleeper there he's kind of very you know really quiet and, and not really flashy and it's like mcdowell he's not either and so uh but everybody has their mcdowell stats and we have for a few years now but uh tim mccready is kind of uh, in that same category all right who is your winner robert eldora million and dream quickly who's your winner tim mccready both all the way wow i love it t-mac uh, i like yeah. the original pick too after everybody else has gone mcdowell all right robert i tell you what it was long but you might have given more knowledge than anybody so i appreciate that thank you just trying to help. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. See you, man. Uh, Derek, this next one is exciting because we have a media roundtable first-timer 
in Kyle McFadden joining us now, newest DOD reporter on the Late Model Beat. Kyle, this is your first time here, but that doesn't mean I'm going to go easy on you for your first question. You've, you've got a little bit more of a sprint car background growing up over there in Pennsylvania than late models. You do know a lot about late model racing, though. When you look at the Eldora Million, Kyle, what do you see? Yeah, I mean, personally, I mean, this is an interesting dynamic. I mean, you know, first and foremost, I'm just beyond grateful to even be here, you know, having a hand covering this this event. Um, you know, not a lot of people know this about me, but I grew up a huge late model fan. And then obviously my journalism path, interestingly enough, dropped me off into the sprint car world for a few years. So now we're back where we belong in terms of, like, what do I see? I mean, let's put it this way. I've covered an Army-Navy football game. Um, at the Philadelphia Eagles football stadium, uh, NCAA March Madness men's basketball tournament, the Southern 500 at Darlington, and the sheer buildup and anticipation around the million is honestly unlike anything I've ever been a part of. And so, you know, just every race I've gone to this year, almost every interview, drivers and teams' mode is like they revolve around this race and hinge upon this race and. I mean, obviously, duh, I mean, it's for $1 million at Eldora, but, like, the preparation level is, like, bar none. Like, I don't think people really know that drivers and teams have, like, on the whole and in the grand scheme, like, treated these first five months as, like, virtual rehearsals for the million-dollar dance next Thursday. And, you know, that uh, moment of truth is less, less than a week away now. Kyle, you've been traveling in the last couple of weeks getting preview stories, and you said everybody's mood is getting dialed in, preparing for this event. What one driver came out and just you thought it's like, oh, my gosh, this guy is ready to go. He could be – he might be the guy in contending. Who kind of gave you some good quotes about that? It's funny. I was talking uh, – Scott Bluecliff, he uh, – I sent a little reel to Rigsby after Charlotte raced and, like – you know, he had led pretty much the whole race until like three to four laps to go. That was on Thursday at the Colossal um, at the Charlotte Dirt Track, and I was like, I don't, I don't really know how Scott's gonna handle this or like whatever. But I mean, he was. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we all know Scott Bloomquist is probably the most confident race car driver in the history of dirt late model racing. But just, just the way that he was just kind of describing the feeling of, of just being back up front, you know, setting the pace, uh, getting that vigor back underneath him and, um, you know, just kind of that, that, that charm and that grandeur that, you know, we've all been accustomed to over these past, what, three decades. So that's, uh, you know, he's definitely confident and uh, ready to go for this race. Kyle, you've been talking to all these guys. What are they saying about this event? Scott's confident, but what is everybody else saying? Your ear to the ground, what are they saying? Yeah, I uh, had a pretty good conversation with Tyler Courtney, you know, sprint car star Tyler Courtney, Eldora specialist Tyler Courtney, however you want to kind of label him. And, you know, I mean, he's ready to go. I mean, he's he's hyped up for this event. And, I mean, he finished ninth in his late model debut at Eldora recently. And so, I mean, he didn't even expect that, quite honestly. I mean, he just wanted to go out, get laps, make the field, maybe hope to run inside top 15. But, I mean, you know, he's the reigning Kings Royal champion as the rookie of the event. You know, he's a three-time reigning four-crown champion in sprint cars and midgets. 
has a silver crown victory and three additional sprint car wins since 2019 at Eldora to boot. And I mean, you know, it's more certainly probably a pipe dream for Tyler Courtney, but I mean, Kyle Larson did win his second late model start at Port Royal Speedway in Pennsylvania and track that, you know, he had strategically chosen as well for his late model foray. So, you know, it's, um, you know, just a, a guy like him who wants to just put in this time and this effort and this preparation to come in with the sports stars, you know, Chris Madden. I mean, he's never been better right now, like in his racing career. You've got Jonathan Davenport, Dennis Erb, you know, Brandon Shepard, Brandon Overton, Tim McCready, Mike Marler, Dale McDowell, Jimmy Owens, you know, Tyler Erb, Devin Moran, Bobby Pierce. I mean, you can just go down the list. I mean, the, the field is so deep and expansive and, you know, just to have a guy like Tyler Courtney want to want to come in and be a part of it and Chase Briscoe and Donnie Schatz, I mean, it's, uh, you know, everybody wants a piece of it. And so it's just so cool to kind of see the wide range of personalities just kind of converge on this just colossal, gigantic stage. All right, so Kyle. it's, uh, yep. Uh, no, sorry, buddy. All right, Kyle, who are your winners? My, uh, my winner? <laughs> I'm going to have to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with Scott Bloomquist. Oh, my. For the million. Hell, yeah. I'm going cone bold there. And so, and then for the dream, I'm going to go with Jonathan Davenport. Man, a lot of Jonathan Davenport dream picks, Suave. Have you noticed that? Nobody thinks he's going to win the million. Everybody thinks yeah. he's going to win the dream. Well, it's an odd year. He only wins even years. So. That is true. That is true. Kyle, thanks for joining us, buddy. We look forward to having you on more of these, okay? Absolutely. Thank you. We always bat clean up with the best to ever do it. That's why he's got he drives in all of our runs for us. My friend and yours, Todd Turner, the Todd Father. Todd, you put together that then and now piece earlier for us, that graphic that you put together that I absolutely loved. Anything else along those lines? I mean, you were at the first Eldora Million. Just in general, I I don't know. I guess I'm meandering with my question a little bit. It's just hard to believe it's happening again, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, it's um, as Robert mentioned, that first one was postponed. And I remember that being such a letdown. Oh, yeah. Because you were kind of all ramped up for it. And really, the way I found out, I was I was uh, hightailing it up uh, northbound on I-75. And all of a sudden, I'm kind of, you know, half days, and Ronnie Johnson blows by me going southbound. And I'm like, wait a minute, Ronnie Johnson. And, of course, I was first I was confused that he was maybe late to a race because he usually is, but he was going the wrong direction. Um, so that's kind of when I found out that the race was postponed. So so we've had three buildups to millions, and so we're looking forward to this second one, even though we had three buildups. So it, it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, quite, uh, you know, the buildup and the anticipation is big, bigger for this race than almost any uh, we can imagine. Well, I was going to ask that, just compared to 2001 to now, like, you know, the week of, is it, I was too young to remember the build-up, kind of, but you remember the race. What's it feel like? Is it the same? Is it totally different? Because I mean, with more eyes are on it with uh, streaming and stuff. How does it feel for you? Um, I think definitely with social media and stuff, you're kind of more bombarded by the build-up of it. But definitely, just like this year, you know, you would run across in interviews before the race, like, oh, we're saving this car for the million, or oh, we're getting ready for this, or oh, we're, you know, everything was kind of setting the table for the million. You know, you weren't going to do some crazy thing in April uh, with the car that you plan on taking to Eldora. So, so in that way, very much the same, but I think overall, you know, just, uh, you know. Oh no, we lost the toddler.
Did we go uh, overtime? I don't think so. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think let's 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 get him back on the line real quick. Oh man, we have uh, let's, let's only Todd we would do this for. Yes, by the way, we, we would, only we, we would have Robert off the dial. We'd be like, oh, that's your time limit. Uh, yeah, I'm back. It was basically <laughs> what, me? what we've determined happened, Todd, is that Robert went so long earlier, he actually went over the time limit we had. So for you, we're willing to call you right back and pick it right back up where you left off there if you could. Sorry. Well, that's good because Robert sent me some other things he didn't get to say. <laughs> oh, no, uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, we're uh, um, the anticipation for the million is, is, is bigger, I think, now with Flo's promotion and the anticipation of watching at all so uh, it does feel a little bit different that way but but clearly it's a race everybody's pointing to Todd what fun notes do you have Todd always has the funnest notes give me a few of them well uh, I mean one thing I remember it's a world 100 prior to the initial million Bill Fry had the famous quote that he told me uh, we've taken the biggest race in the country and turned it into hot laps for the million. Uh, <laughs> and I think that's what we kind of wanted to do with the casserole race this spring and then the Johnny Appleseed. However, as we've seen with the, the surface, which we expect to be dramatically different uh, for, for the million, I'm not sure anybody got any hot laps for it. So that's going to throw a little twist on things uh, this week, you know, and everybody's eyes are going to be on that surface when we get there for sure. Um, another thing, uh, you know, Tyler Herb, he, he uh, had a Longhorn at that Castro race at Eldora, uh, flirting with running that car maybe. Now Mor Devin Moran is driving that car. It would be interesting to see if Devin Moran runs well in that car, if uh, Tyler Herb won't, won't uh, regret uh, keeping it, or, <laughs> or maybe he'll, uh, he'll say he'll take some of the credit for getting that car to Moran. A uh, couple other things. I, I love that the, the – the, both races this year, the Dream and the Million, are going back to 24 starters. Yeah. I like the exclusivity of that. I think the, um, the the fields had gotten so big, while the entries had gotten smaller over the years, the fields had gotten bigger. So it was less of a less of an exclusive club to reach the big races. So I really like that. And also notice in the Dream, a uh, big pay hike there for those guys in the back. Everybody's 13th on back gets about double what they would have last year, yeah. uh, including 5000 5, to start, a little bit more than what you make uh, for the million. So I really like, I think that's a big improvement, both those. Todd, I mean, you're going to a bonus question. A dream scenario for you, and, and Derek kind of asked Kevin this, what would make this thing worthy of the hype and perfect as far as the ending goes? Do you have a man, Todd Turner, could create this in a lab the last couple laps? What does it look like? Well, I mean, I think... Devin Moran being on the victory stage with Donnie Moran would be unbelievable. Uh, Scott Bloomquist winning would be unbelievable. Steve, Steve Smith finishing second would be uh, <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, I guess any kind of upset winner also, because we all talk about, oh, we think there's five or six guys that can win. But, you know, what if, you know, what if Ashton Winger wins? First off, it's going to be an unbelievable victory lane celebration. They may have to stop the celebration so they can start the, the prelims for the dream the next day. Uh, but I think one of those upset guys like winger or somebody that would be, uh, that's what I would like to see. You know, and obviously as Kevin mentioned, you know, some, anything with the last lap or the drama right to the finish, that would be, uh, you know, the premier scenario. Who is your winner? You always pick Dale McDowell. I can only assume you're picking Dale McDowell. He's not there. No, after he picks, I have a good staff for, for Todd. He'll like uh, okay, it. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, Todd, you go ahead. Well, uh, 
Well, I, I'm I'm hedging on the surface, trying to figure out what's going to happen. So I'm going with Bobby Pierce. Oh, uh, I think wow. he's a guy that can get it done in in, in both conditions. Uh, but if it goes the other way, I, I like him, and and I'm going to go ahead and pick him for the dream too. Uh, mostly because I hate to pick two guys and have them for the wrong race, so I'll just <laughs> pick one guy and hope he wins one of them. Derek, go ahead. So the last ten Eldora video casts, he picked Bobby Pierce. He had eight of nine. Before this one, of picking Dale McDowell as the winner. Oh wow! So Todd switched it up. I really have. Yes, yes. Wow. I was. I already had like your video ready to go. It says Todd winner. And I just clicked the same one and just use it over again. But not the case this year. I love it. Throwing a curveball. Actually, uh, Dale texted me and said he felt like he'd been jinxed by so many people <laughs> picking him. He said go with somebody else. <laughs> Todd, we appreciate it, buddy. We'll see you at Eldora. Thanks so much, man. Thanks, guys. Bye. Uh, I love it. The media roundtable is in the books. Great stuff, as always, Ooh. from our guys. Yeah, Robert went a little long, but, you know, we. we next, hey, big shot Bob, third reporter. I am going to put the shot clock on him next time. Uh, we have Brandon Overton on the other side of the break. Guys, I hope you can appreciate it. So much Eldora Million and Dream content stacked into this. Refer this to your friends. Share it on social media. You're not going to get any better content than this. We'll be back with Big Sexy after the break. shirts struggling with who to call look no further impact race gears team of top-notch artists and next level printing make it easy to see that impact race gear has the right combination for simply awesome race shirts we provide shirts and merchandise for the entire motorsports industry from late models to sprint cars to modifieds dirt or asphalt just take a look at the top drivers and teams that trust impact and it doesn't take long to understand why impact race gear is the easy choice be sure that your fans sponsors and supporters get the products they deserve when you need the best it's got to be Impact Race Gear. Give us a call, 877-743-8337, or visit impactracegear.com to get started on your Simply Awesome Race Shirts. I, I've been so hopped up all the, since last October, you can't believe it. Uh, we go out for lunch or go to a party or anything. All I think about this million-dollar race. Uh, and these guys we got here, well, 275 of them sent entries in. And I'll tell you, these guys are really cooperating. I, I just love these late miles, especially the ones we got here tonight. You know, we're going to – there's no way to know. Uh you know, you, you do have to have a conscience. Uh, you do have to look at, you know, let's just say this. I wouldn't want to be the guy that took me out to win the million with as many matches we've got out here. <laughs> so I don't know, you know, what's it worth? 
Well, first of all, you got the big battle getting in this sucker, you know, and uh, the heat rays are going to be the toughest to feature. I think on the 99th lap, if there's a yellow flag, there's probably going to be a lot of cussing going on after the checkered. But, uh, you know, I don't think the real racers are going to think about the money until the checkered flag drops. And uh, if there's a yellow, it might cross their mind right late in the race. And I would say for $950,000, I'd have to tell somebody. I could take a big ass whipping for that. I guess when the situation was right, you probably, uh, any friend would become an enemy in the right situation. I don't know if you'd really run over somebody, but it's a million dollars, you know, 50000 per second. I mean, I'm starting in the back of a heat race, so I'm looking at, you know, you're going to have to go hard and fast, you know. So I guess anything goes. I just help out, you know, all sorts of reasons, you know, um, be a good nest egg, pay off some debt, loans, you know, it just, everything, you know, it just, million dollars, that's why everybody wants, who wants to be a millionaire on TV, you know, a very popular show because, you know, people dream what they could do with this or do with that, and that's the same thing, you know, the 120 people is going to race today, you know, somebody's going to want it. Look at those young faces, Suave. All Stallions. of them from 21 Flipper years ago. The Scott, I love the Scott soundbite. I love the Berkey soundbite. Of course, Donnie Moran, your winner. How about what the Jack Hewitt said? I could take a hell of a ass whipping for a million yes, dollars. Yes, he would, too. And he led a heat race, actually, in that yeah. event for, for Broke, briefly. I think, yeah, that's right, in that uh, blue uh, blue and yellow 21 car that he was in. So I believe Hewitt would have taken that ass whipping, too, Derek, but he would have put up a hell of a fight and yes, taken somebody sure. out. So uh, speaking of all that, take a look at this. Kane, I wanted you to throw this up before we get to break and over to Todd Turner put together this crown jewel chart for us, right? So on the left, these are two pie charts. On the left is the Eldora Million Winner's Purse, a million two thousand two dollars. On the right is roughly twenty plus crown jewel events, and you might not be able to read them that well. It doesn't really matter though. That's the point. The North South, the Dirt Track, the Dream. The Prairie Dirt Classic, the Peach State Classic at Sonoya, Knoxville. I love that Todd put a weekly race at Portsmouth in there for 2000 The Show Me Pro. All of those, you would literally have to win all of those races represented on the right, Derek, to win that one race represented on the left. I don't think that's getting enough attention. Look at this pie chart. Uh, that is a lot of races. Portsmouth, of course, to finish it off to get over the hump <laughs> is great. The $6,000 Show Me. That's, I mean, the guy we're having on right now almost did all this last year, <laughs> right, right. so he was close. Uh, I just thought we'd represent this <laughs> visually. Wild. I'm going to tweet this out this week at just how neat this is. All of that on the right would equal this one victory on the left. Speaking of winning crown jewels and especially winning them at Eldora, one year ago, about one year ago, I should say, Brandon Overton did the totally unthinkable by sweeping all four nights of the Dirt Late Model Dream to the tune of $273,000. Now, that sounds like a lot of money, right? Until you consider, as I just showed, he could win in one race $729,000 more in a few days at Eldora than he did last year in winning by, by winning four of those. Big sexy Brandon Overton joins us now on the Integra Shocks and Springs Hotline to discuss this, that... Brandon, when you hear me say that, you could win $729,000 more, Brandon, in this one race than you won in four days at Eldora last year. What do you think when you hear me say that, bud? Uh, it's it's kind of sickening, really. It's a lot to take in, obviously, you know, it's... Um, you know, just so much goes through your mind thinking about what if what what if something happens or whatever if you're in position to win. I don't know, just big uh, emotional roller coaster, I'd say. 
you know, last year, actually I should say this year, leading up to this, Jonathan has told me he thinks about this race every day. He said there's not a day goes by he doesn't think about this race. Is that the same for you or not? Um, No, not really, because like I said, I, man, it's, I, I wouldn't want to wake up every day knowing that I could have a chance to win a million or lose a million. <laughs> you know? So, like, I don't know. I've been trying my best. I mean, it does pop up every now and then, but I just keep trying to stay busy and keep working and, and not think about it because whatever ain't nothing we're going to do is going to change what's going to happen. You know what I mean? I mean, it is what it is. And if, if we're supposed to want whoever's supposed to win it is going to win it and uh, ain't nothing you can do, you know, worrying about it. This is my last question maybe on the money part of this, but I've heard a lot of guys say, well, there's so much money in the sport this year that maybe the million doesn't mean as much. But, man, when you hear those statistics I'm throwing out and all these races you have to win to equal that one win, those people are crazy, right? This race, without question, is the most important race this year, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. I mean, everything else sounds good just because we're used to – you know, we're used to going and racing for ten grand or twenty grand. So when you put, you know, fifty or big fifty or something on it, it sounds like a lot of money. But it's like you said, two hundred seventy-three thousand. It and shit when you can win a million. You know. <laughs> Derek, go ahead. All right, Brandon. I've talked to a few drivers. They've been saying their game plans. So what do you have? You have a car on ice. Um, are you going to make sure that they don't catch your traction control like last year? What has Brandon Overton got for us coming up this week? Um, our game plan is pretty much the same as the same as we did last couple of times we went over there. Um, going to be back in the same car. Uh, we got her freshened up and, and maintenance and got a new motor in it. So, uh, yeah, we're just going to go over there and do our thing. And like I said, try not to think about it, obviously. It's going to be in every one of our heads, you know, what we're what we're doing there. But I think once we get there and get to racing, it's just going to be, you know, business as usual, same old Eldora. This is the car you swept the dream in. Did you run it at the World also or just the dream? No, I ran it at the dream and the World. Okay, so you ran it at both last year. Okay, I just wanted to make sure I had that right, uh, that, it, that it did. Are you – do you treat it very delicately, Brandon? Like when you're putting this car on and off the trailer, are you like, all right – Nobody bend a piece of sheet metal. How, how careful are you with this thing? Yeah, pretty much. It's, <laughs> it's funny you asked me that. I had a um, uh, one of my friends I went to high school with, kind of grew up with. He was a always an athlete, and he brought his dad to the shop the other day, and he was he was asking me about that car. He said, "What's what's this car?" And I said, "Oh, that that right there's special." He said, "What do you mean?" I said, "Well, best way I can explain it to you. Obviously, when you." played ball you probably had a bat you knew you could just knock the shit out of it with you know i said that's how i feel about that car like it every time i've driven it it's it's out of hell it's easy almost you know what i mean it's a every if, if it has a problem i can adjust it and, and i'm just comfortable in it i don't know why or what sometimes i do honestly believe you get you get there's good cars and there's bad cars and i feel like that's the that's the best car i got um that's what we're gonna take and and hope for the best you obviously are coming off what might be considered the greatest dirt late model season of all time, nine hundred plus thousand dollars in winnings, and of course that was spread out through the year. But it really kicked off, and you really got it. That dream to get you two hundred seventy-three thousand over those four days really made that year kick off as special. You do have seven wins already this year, Brandon. But I think even you might agree you've been a little quieter this year than you might like. Compare last year versus this year to me as you head into the dream slash million weekend 
last year versus this year? You feeling the same? You feeling worse about yourself, your program, better about your program? Give us a little insight into that. No, I, I, I don't usually panic too much. Uh, I, I'm all right. We, uh, you got to think, man, we haven't raced. We haven't raced anywhere that I'm, that I'm good at, honestly. I mean, I suck at Bristol. I sucked at Bristol last year. <laughs> um, I suck at all tech. I mean, I sucked. At, I mean, I actually ran better at Bristol and all tech this year. And honestly, I didn't feel like I won any money. You know, I did my normal deal in speed weeks. We might bust off a few and win a couple. And we did this year too. So, um, I just think when you leave the end of the year, it's no different from like when Sheppy loses like two races and everybody freaks out like, oh, he sucks. <laughs> like, he don't suck. He just he didn't win every single race, and no matter what we do, um, we're not going to win every one. I feel, I mean, I feel just as good about everything as I did last year at this time. Um, I, like I said, I haven't. We haven't really went to any places. We went to Smoky Mountain and Cherokee and the places that I'm good at. We were still good. You know, everybody come to, to Smoky Mountain at the beginning of the year, and we won and. Uh, car felt good you know what i mean so it's just hard to tell right now like today we're at west virginia i've never been to west virginia we might get our ass kicked again you know so uh just take it take it how it goes um the track was really rough at eldora when we went you know this time so obviously that wasn't what i was expecting or had my car geared up to go through you know so can't really judge anything off that but no i i mean i'm i'm not worried about it hell i mean it is what it is i know there's a lot of good race car drivers that will go all year long and might not win seven races. So, hell. Tr- track conditions at Eldora, you mentioned them. They've been a hot topic. The flow race we had, very rough. The Johnny Appleseed, very rough. I don't know if you saw Tony Stewart put out a video yesterday. He flew in early. They've got a team of specialists working on it. They're doing everything in their power to get it ready for the million. Are I don't want to say are you worried about it, but have you been talking to people maybe around Eldora, other drivers, how hot of a topic is the Eldora track as we head into the biggest race they've ever had? Yeah, everybody's freaking out about it, saying it's going to be rough. And, I mean, honestly, I know better than to go to the Appleseed. Like, every time I watch that race, like, it's rough as hell, and they finished with eight cars, and it was the same way this year. I don't, I don't remember it ever being, like, smooth. So, I don't – you know, the first time – the first time I think we all knew what to expect. Yeah. They hadn't got a race on it. It was wet, like it was raining the day we were about to pull in there. So, I mean, yeah, it's going to be rough, and they hadn't got any races on it. I mean, I, it's a lot different when you have 130 cars on it and you're getting on it at 6 o'clock or whatever the time they start with the sun out, and you got all those hot lap sessions, all the qualifying, all the heat races. Like, I don't see what. I mean, it might be rough. I don't know. I mean, if it is, it is. We just got to deal with it. I mean, it ain't always going to be perfect. Um, I'm not worried about it. I'm not going to panic until I get there. If it's rough, I mean, we just work around it and keep on going. There's a big pay difference between first and second, obviously. You're running second. Is there anybody in this entire planet you wouldn't hit for the win? <laughs> I know you would hit a lot of people, but there's, is there somebody you wouldn't hit? Yes, I'm such a dirty driver. <laughs> um, man, I... I don't know. Usually, usually when you, when people say that, like, oh, I wrecked my mama for a million dollars. Like most of the time, we're not close. You're not gonna be close enough to wreck, wreck them if you wanted to. But uh, especially nowadays, like usually when somebody wins or at the at the end of a hundred lapper, it's pretty much. I feel like it's. I mean, I can't. It's besides like with Dale and Sheppy there that one year. I mean, hell, ain't too many of them that close at the end. So hopefully, if I am leading or whoever's leading, they're far enough out to to not get shit wrecked. You know. If you win the million, you're not going to skip the dream, are you? Some guys have said they're going to do that. You're going to race the dream still, aren't you? 
Yeah, drunk and all. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, we're it, it's like I said, it's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. It, it's crazy to think that somebody's going to leave there with a million bucks. But I mean, it, that money don't last forever. You know what I mean? And it ain't all about the money. We race. I mean, it, it, it's still Eldora, and it's going to be just as big as it was. And I like, obviously, a little bit bigger this year. But once it's done and over with, it's going to be back to business. You know. All right, one last question. I wasn't going to ask another money one, but I'm going to. You win. I know, obviously, you're a little bit different. You're on a percentage with, with David as being your car owner. What would you do with the money, Brandon? Have you thought about that, your piece of that money, what you'd spend it on? Brandon, I'm right here, so if you want to donate some to me, go ahead. It's all right. Yeah. No, well, I've actually asked me that the other day. I don't know. I try not. I Like I said, I try not. I haven't even thought. I'm the guy that buys, like, lottery tickets, like, bunch of lottery tickets and won't win nothing so i haven't even been like thinking back because it's almost like unbelievable that it could happen so i just i'm not even gonna worry about it you know like i'll probably never win the lottery or anything like that so uh but yeah i mean obviously if you ask me after i win the million i'm gonna get, be able to give you a way better answer now once i if i did get it and when I, and I had it i knew i had it i'd definitely be able to tell you how i was gonna spend it but uh, I don't know. Hell, you could do a lot of. You do whatever you want with a million dollars. <laughs> we we hugged uh, after you won the fourth night of the dream last year. You and I hugged in victory lane. Maybe we'll get a hug again this weekend, Brandon. He's got to be considered one of the top three or four favorites this upcoming weekend at the Million and Dream after West Virginia Motor Speedway, of course, this coming weekend. Brandon, thanks for joining us, man. I know you drove up there last night so you could do the interview with us. Uh, good luck at West Virginia, and uh, this is life changing stuff next week, man. So I think a lot of people yeah. down there in Georgia are pulling for you, buddy. That's right. All right. Thank you. I'll see yeah. you. Thanks, Brandon. We're going to take one more commercial break. We'll be back after this. Kevin Kovac to wrap the show up and a few more million notes, news, and nuggets. Thanks. Established in 1983. FK Rodens has been the industry leader for both midget and micro racing. Family owned and operated, we take pride in our products and our name because we know you value yours. Visit our website, www.fkrodens.com, to find out how you can join our winning team. FK Rodens, to beat the best, you've got to use the best. If you want to be remembered, you got to do more than just win. You got to get them out of their seats. You got to give them the slide job, cushion pounding, no holds barred racing they paid to see. This is dirt track. That means pushing it to the edge and laying it all on the line. Yeah, you might wreck. So what? We'll help you get back out there so they can watch you try it again and again. Pit Stop USA. Live like legends. Dirt Track Fantasy Racing is here with Dirt Draft. With action from the hottest drivers across all major dirt series, put your knowledge to the test with Dirt Draft. Sign up, draft your team, and redeem points for hundreds of different prizes. And for the first time ever, you can be crowned an official series fantasy champion. You can't play all season if you don't play today. To play, just go to DirtDraft.com or download the Dirt Draft app today. Become a fantasy racing champion. A 
Brought the challenge for the lead. Donny Moran to the inside of O'Neill. A classic slide job in turn two. O'Neill tries to rally to the inside. They drag race back to turn three. O'Neill has that low groove. Moran steps back up to the top. We'll see if the momentum indeed will carry him across the stripe. Donnie Moran, Smith, Blended Hangout, trying to close on him. Right up against the fence in turn two, Moran goes. Down the back straightaway. Just one more pass through turn three and four. Can he do it? Donnie Moran, you're a millionaire at Eldora Speedway. Steve Smith comes home in second. In third, it's Scott Bluquist. Thank you, everybody at Eldoro Enterprises. Everybody here behind the scenes worked super hard. Thanks for coming up with such a great racetrack, such a great event of best one in the world. I'm always waiting for the thumbs up from my producer, Kane. I don't know if I can speak until I get the thumbs up from him, so I need him to give me the thumbs up so I don't get muted. Derek, we talked with Brandon Overton about that last lap and what he'd do. Difference between first and second, nearly $850,000. In your wildest dream, Derek, what does it come down to? I've asked a lot of guys this. What do you want to see at the end? Because I know what I want. I'd like to know what you want. Like for, like the perfect scenario, what yeah, I want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, I want – I mean, Bloomer has to be involved some way. Yeah shape or form but you know i'm gonna if it's an illinois guy i'm gonna be i want an illinois guy that's my perfect anyway sheppy pierce i mean bab's been too slow this year but if he came back a miracle win that'd be pretty wild too but i would like to see sheppy or pierce i want to see like mcdowell and scott on the bottom turbo bobby and sheppy banging the boards and like dennis herb right in the middle Right, and it's like five or six cars. With five to go, you can throw a blanket over five or six cars, and there's three If we have a reenactment lines. of like the 2011 World Ugh. 100 with Eddie Carrier and oh, all those right, guys, dude, right. that would be, whew, right. I don't know if I can contain myself. I, I want to take a, mention, too, we had the, the media roundtable with all of our editorial guys. We have so much great editorial content leading up to this event. Kane, let's take a look at this right now. These oral histories that Kevin Kovac does, and Kevin will hop on with us in a second, he does a full oral history with Donnie Moran. It's an in-depth look at Derek, the entire day, the event, the aftermath, everything of his historic Eldora Million victory. That is exciting. We have an interloper story. Guys who are not typically dirt late model drivers like Tyler Courtney, we talked to them about can they make their mark in this event. I mentioned this earlier that Brian Alt did, <coughs> excuse me, a new generation of guys, these 20-somethings, Derek, that were either not born or four or five years old, get a crack at a million bucks. That's that's, that's a neat angle to me. Yeah, they're all little babies, infants, not born, toddlers, like rugrats. Now they get their chance to shine. Probably in their wildest dreams, they could uh, race for a million bucks. We'll have our fast facts, everything you need to know, start times, format, lineups, how everything will line up. We've got that coming about the Eldora Million. And Todd Turner put together a Eldora trivia. He said, Derek, you said you'll be able to get none of these. I got 82% right is, the first time. Is that right? No, I never oh, Okay, I was going to say, I would be a little <laughs> surprised by that if that happened. But all of those things coming up in the lead up to the Eldora Million, check them out on Dirt on Dirt. And I think most of those will be on Flow Racing as well. He joined us earlier in the show. And at the end of every video cast, Kevin Kovac joins us for the Kevin Kovac Memorial Notes. Not to be confused with the Kevin Kovac Memorial Media Center in the infield at Eldora Speedway, Derek, which we'll be in next week. Kovac, let me start with what I just mentioned. Um, we want this to come down to the last lap, right? Like, there, it has to, right? That's what you and I both and everybody wants. Oh, yeah. That's what I said earlier on the, on the roundtable. I mean, that would be like the the dream to have something I, I, like, I, like I said, I wasn't there again. So that Burkhoffer pass of Bluequist, 
I haven't seen a last lap uh, World 100 or Dream Crown Jewel uh, uh, pass for the win. So I, I would like to see that. I mean, it's like you always want that buzzer beater, you know, like yeah. in the NCAA tournament and stuff. So I think that would be really cool. It would really be cool. If I, I like your scenario there with the six cars in the battle. You know? <laughs> that was kind of like the 2006 World 100. I mean, there was all those guys in contention right down to the, you know, down within the last 15 10, 15 laps, so that would be pretty neat, too. What notes do you have, Kevin, that you did not get to earlier? Fill us in on those. Well, how about a little bit? Let's talk about some injured drivers that uh, from this past weekend. Josh Richards, uh, remember he got hit by a mud clod on the first lap at Eldora, uh, shattered his nose and chipped three teeth. Uh, he's not racing this, this weekend. Uh, you know, at the tri- He'll have to miss the Tri-City uh, World of Outlaws race, uh, according to his uh, car owner and teammate, Boone Briggs, and He's waiting for the surgeon to uh, check with check back. Check. He's waiting for the, uh, the the bones to heal a little bit, so then the surgeon can go in there and uh, and repair everything he needs to repair because he got pretty beat up there. So we're not sure what's going to happen with him. He's not sure like of a timetable. Doesn't know if he'll be able to run Eldora, which would be unfortunate. He seemed like he was he had four uh, third place finishes four in the last five races of the Outlaws. So he was starting to get going. Uh, and another guy was Mike Marler. Uh, he had to leave to show me after Friday night because he had that, uh, you know, that jump up in the air and a bicycle and came down really hard, beat up his forearms, his 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 ankle, his uh, his back. He went home. He did get a uh, X-ray. He has a compression fracture and a couple vertebrae. The doctor said though, uh, you're not going to do more damage by racing, but you got to you know make sure that you <laughs> you're probably not going to want to do it on a rough track or anything. So uh, he did race at 411 on Monday. I uh, said it was all right, and he's going to be probably you know he'll he'll be at West Virginia this uh, for the uh, Lucas race, hopefully be at uh, at Eldora also. Suave. Ooh, Kevin, this is a really good one for you. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> Just laughs. No, so you were saying that you would like a veteran to win. Obviously, you picked a winner, but I feel like a lot of guys are saying there's only five guys that can win this thing. You know, the Overtons, Davenport's, McCready, McDowell's. Is there any guy like a little dark horse that might have a chance, or do you think it's going to be those four or five guys, or do you think with the track conditions we could have all these guys pull off the track and stuff like that? I think it's going to be a kind of a interesting thing when we go on when we go for the feature on Thursday night. Uh, it would be crazy if it's uh, uh, you, you would like throw everything out the window if it's like a rough racetrack. You won't know what's going to happen. It's a survival test. Then I mean, somebody's winning a million dollars. Somebody's surviving. You know, it might be one guy, but there's going to be a guy out there at the end of it. Uh, but let's hope. I don't think it's going to be like that. Though. I'm sure Tony Stewart will be on that racetrack, like he like he uh, showed in that video, working on it. Uh, I mean, if a dark horse, you want to throw somebody out there like that. You know, it's not like at the tip of your tongue, but I mean, maybe he's moved up the list a little bit because of last week winning the Show Me 100. Chris Ferguson. There's a guy that really a possibility. I mean, especially if the track is really slick. If it gets slick like a normal Eldora. I mean, man, he was great on a slick track at uh, at the Show Me 100 last week. I'm not running the same car. I did check with him. Uh, he was thinking about running that same car, uh, but he has another one at home. It's the same 2018 model uh, Team Zero car. He hasn't raced it yet this year, and it's kind of fresh, ready to go, and that's the one he's going to run. But, uh, you know, I mean, if it performs just like the other one, I mean, he could really move up. And he's he started so far back a lot of times and, and ends up being in contention at the end, so. Keep an eye on Fergie. Do you think this thing, last couple things, Kevin, before we wrap up, is this event getting, I'm starting to feel it now a week out, but I think 
is it is it not quite getting the hype it deserves? Certainly, maybe not the hype it did in 2001, just with all the racing going on. We're racing for 50000 to win at West Virginia Motor Speedway this weekend. We just did last week in Wheatland. Maybe it feels like it's taking a little It's taking a little long for it to get the hype it deserves. Yeah, it's kind of hard when you have some. There's never been so many, not only $50,000 win races in the entire season, but already. I mean, like Chris Ferguson, Chris Madden, these guys have already won multiple. Uh, yeah. Fifty thousand to win by Memorial Day, and that's usually Memorial Day is like the first race you're going to have as a big money race, and and, and they've been all over the place already, and uh, so that kind of like that's the and it's, it is the the second time, the first time is always the you know the the big one, you know, like so it's never going to be as, as as wild as the first time, uh, although it is a de- generation removed from uh, from the first million, so I think it picks up after this weekend. Uh, we get on Monday, and 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 I think uh, everybody just gets to focus on one one big event. Well, I mean, well, there's two big events, obviously. We'll we'll just encompass both races at Eldora in one big event, but we'll focus that on Monday, and everybody just starts talking about it. Kevin, any final thoughts? Last wrap ups before I are you headed to West Virginia this weekend? You are correct. Yeah, yeah, I'm headed to West Virginia. Beautiful weekend too. Yeah. I mean, you know, I look at the forecast; it's sunny in the 70s. No rain in the forecast. I mean, knock on wood here, but I mean, crazy. I haven't had many of these kind of weekends uh, 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 all year long. So uh, let's hope for some for Eldora, too. Let's, uh, let's, let's hope this carries over to next week. All right, buddy. We appreciate it. Thank you. We will see you inside that Kevin Kovac Memorial uh, Media Center yeah. in the infield, okay? <laughs> Okay, I'll wave from in there. All right, thanks, buddy. I wanted to give a final reminder here for viewing purposes as we hit almost 90 minutes on the nose. Don't forget there is only one place to watch the Million, the ultimate crown jewel event in dirt late model racing. That is right at Flow Racing, of course. Every single lap live you can watch at Flow Racing exclusively. Derek, it's probably our biggest production we've ever done, too. 15 cameras. Me on a set with a jib, a jib yeah, jam. Yeah, we got college game two. day like. We got college game day like environment. I'm excited about that. Every lap of the million, and, and came again right afterwards. Every single lap of the dream, uh, the the Friday Saturday as well. No letdown, Derek. We got to keep our hype. We got to keep our pacing up for Friday Saturday. Can you help me? Yes, I will for sure. But I want to know if we're having a college game day type thing. Do you have a mascot head of a driver? Yes, I do. I have a That'd giant Scott Bloomquist head that I'm going to put epic. on on Thursday. <laughs> That'd right? be awesome. a prosthetic Scott Bloomquist head. So don't forget, you can watch those. And I wanted to give a shout out to our, our video department as well. Tim Truex is in the house this week, as well as Derek Kessinger. You've got that story we did on Steve Smith about the, the most famous runner-up in the history of dirt late model racing. Eldora Million will give a single driver of the sport's richest season. That is narrated by Ozzy Altman, the great Ozzy Altman. And Ozzy, we're going to work him into the broadcast a little bit this week, too. The great Ozzy Altman. I'm excited about that. Derek did a very cool piece. I want to talk about this quickly, Derek. You interviewed every living starter from the original Eldora Million. Only the late, great Tim Hit. We did not get, obviously. Tim passed away not that long ago. 25 out of 26. 25 out of 26. They all had some great things to stay. Uh, Steve Hilliard of the world's winning heat races, you know, and that's their highlights of their career. It's pretty impressive, though, how much they can remember from that night. A couple guys kind of were a little fuzzy, but they were all great. It was just uh, fascinating to hear their stories from 21 years ago. Yeah, we've got, of course, the hype videos that you saw before this uh, video cast started, which we'll have those. Tim Truex, of course, puts those together. Kane, is there a second screen here or no? No, no second screen. Anyway, that's plenty. Uh, We'll have all of those in the video previews this week. And I I really want people to to let it hit them, Derek, to let it pierce through their heart and through their souls here. This is the biggest dirt late model event ever. We are about to have the biggest dirt late model race ever held. There has never been one bigger than the second Eldora Million 
which is coming up. I'm kind of pausing here because I want everybody to remember that, feel that, know that as we head into this. Derek, someone is going to win a million $2,022, Derek Kessinger. Yeah, and it's you watch these guys, the past, the present, the future, just how much cards are getting to be, how much uh, it just costs to go up and down the road. And to win a million dollars, it is definitely going to be life-changing. Um, people will be talking about it for years, and it, of course is at the, one of the most famous dirt tracks at Eldora Speedway. And, I mean, just seeing the emotion from Donnie Moran, because he's a calm, collective guy yeah. from that night, I can't even imagine who's going to win it this week and just to see the reactions. I'll probably have tears in my eyes, honestly, <laughs> because you get to know these guys, yeah. you know, the last 12 years. I've been here 11 to 12 years, and – just to see, especially if it's like a guy, a good buddy of mine, or if you know a legend that I've been watching my whole life, they win. It'd be wild. It'd be insane. One final note, Derek, and thank you for dropping this on my script. We have a, uh, a chance at a free subscription, I believe. Is that correct? Kane, do we have that as well? Kane has that. Let's put that up there real quick. Is I wanted to save it for the end here. Uh, text million, Derek, to 31032. Scan that QR code now. Text million to 31032 for a chance to win a free Flow Racing subscription. I like that QR code with the Flow F Hawk in the middle of it, too. Love it. Text million to 31032 for your chance, Derek Kessinger, to win a free Flow Racing subscription. How about this? The guy that wins the million, he can pay for his subscription. Yes, that's guaranteed. <laughs> if he has a comp one or something and hasn't paid in a while, they share uh, whatever, yeah, they're going to definitely have to. That's the first thing I'm going to say to him. I love that. <laughs> Thank you so much, so much for everybody tuning in. Derek Kessinger, Kane Runyon for producing all of our guests in the media roundtable, Brandon Overton for joining us. Guys, that's it. The next time you hear from us, we'll be at the Eldora Million on that stage uh, in turn two that I'll be hosting the pre-race show from on a Wednesday afternoon. We're about 72 to 96 hours away, guys. Very excited for it. We'll see you soon. Good luck to everybody getting there safely and good luck to all the drivers next week at Eldora. Thank you.